Tom Brady gets career win number 200. A Patriot gets a new contract. And Jeff Fisher can't name a Patriot running back. All this and more on this week's edition of Patriots Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ram it. Ram it. So good. What happened to this era? Oh, yes. Teams aren't bringing it like this anymore. You know, you can screw all your Bikram yoga. You know, just give me some jazzercise. Come on. You know? Woohoo! I mean, in your the Pilates. Com- the camaraderie of this era. Oh, this is the 80s, baby. Back when football was first in LA and then it left. <laughs> Now it's back, and they're coming to Foxborough. Big Bad Jackie. You... Oh, man. Oh, so <laughs> Big Bad Jackie, better known as Matthew Slater's dad oh, in man. Patriot World. So good. So good. I can't get enough. Oh, can't get enough. You think Bill could find like a little time in the schedule, maybe? He's like, hey, guys, we gotta, we're got we going to dedicate a good uh, one full day, no practice. We're going to shoot ourselves a little rap video. <laughs> <laughs> Never will it happen. That's why it's, you know, I feel so safe making fun of other teams for doing stuff. pretty true. You know? Certain targets are easier than others. It's true. It's true. Gang, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in with us. Uh, You know, we're here for our midweek rudderless discussion on all things Patriots. Patriots Wrap 360. With me here, per usual, is Denny Harris. Denny, you want to say who you are and how to get in touch with you? Sure thing, Mike. Denny Harris, as you... You just said. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Dehas, D-E-E-H-A-A-S. Yes. And I probably still have the, like, pound sign Mike Conley down Uh, here, but I'm still not on social media. But if you are hitting up Mike Conley on social media, tell him well wishes and get well soon because the Memphis Grizzlies' Mike Conley is out six to eight weeks with a back injury. And it's like he was having an all-star caliber season. I mean, all-star, of course, but MVP caliber. I mean. Mike Conley watched. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's. Mike Conley watched. He's so good. He's so good. And, uh, you know, I really didn't think he was going to be much of a player when he came into the league. But... Really? Just based on the, the name? or Well, I mean, it was just seemed like he was a guy that kind of wrote on... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was like a joke grenade. That just was, based on the name. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like he was riding on Greg Oden's coattails, but then, like, he was the fifth overall pick. Yeah, and it's like how'd that he's work actually... out with Oden, by the way? Uh, it was really good. Man. That went really good. I yes. think they, uh, the Sonics were fine that they got Kevin Durant. Oh, Yikes. and then they lost their team. Yeah, that but was... that's, uh, you know, for another sport, it's another program entirely. Patriots rap. Patriots rap 360, baby. If you want to join the Rudderless discussion, you know there's a couple ways to do it. You can hit up Haas on his Twitter, on the Haas. Yes. You can go to the YouTube uh, page if you're following all around uh, with us live here. And uh, hit us up on that uh, chat room in there, and uh, give us some questions. You know the uh, the Pats are going to be celebrating uh, the 2001 team this week in Foxborough, which you got to love. I mean, that's got to be every Patriots fan's favorite team because I mean they no they, they hoisted the first Lombardi uh, for the Pats. And uh, you know, so you know, maybe this week, give me your favorite. Uh, you know, memory from the 01 season. So hit us up with that in the YouTube comments section, what you like about that. We appreciate that. And, you know, Denny and I will think on it too, and we'll come back with that next week. 
good. It was good to see I, old. I almost uh, just dove right into it because I got I so mean, excited. Feel free. I mean, it's, I you don't so have excited. to pinch me twice to talk. No, it's, 01 Patriots. Well, I was just listening to some some Drew Bledsoe. Some Drew Bledsoe press It's good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. You know, uh, old double sticks. Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Class act, through and through. We even got it. that. Tommy even had a few beers back then. I guess. Yeah, yeah he admitted to that. So, uh, yeah, you got to love him. I feel like he's handled it. He handled it with class then. He still handles it with class. Nice to see him come back in town and get that, you know, get a little bit of the, the love he deserves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Storybook ending for him in New England, I felt like. You know, it went as well as it could that season that he got to come back in. You know, definitely a parallel right now what's happening in Dallas. Right. You got the young stud coming in, guns blazing, the team's rolling along, and hey, Mr. Romo, you may be out of a job. Definitely you can see that, you know, yeah. connection there. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And uh, speaking of people um, getting what they deserve, uh, the Jets <laughs> took a loss this past Sunday. <laughs> Segways are us. They got a beat <laughs> to the uh, at the hands of our beloved New England Patriots yes, that sir. we were thankful for last week. Um, oh, <clears throat> enunciating a uh, thankfulness, um, but. I mean, it's always tough going down there. You know, is, I mean, last is. six meetings uh, decided by seven or less points, you know, so you knew it was going to be a tight one. Oh, yeah. You know? Always a dogfight down there. I mean, you know, those division teams, though we may roll over them quite frequently, it doesn't mean it's that always it's always tight. easy. It doesn't right. mean that it's always easy. But it's, a W's a W. I, you know, I feel like that was a real character win. A win on the road, played most of the game from behind. Yep. Great win for the team. Coming off kind of like a shortish week. Definitely. Uh, that Bill alluded to in his pressers and Multiple stuff. Multiple times. You know, because of the, the West Coast trip coming back. And the Turkey Day. Plus, yeah, the Turkey Day. It just makes it a little odd. So when you can come through that and then have your team win, mm-hmm. especially a division game on the road, it's huge. And so the, obviously they got a, another victory Monday. But it was like it's the usual uh, you know, thing with this team, it's like, whoa, they're like kind of playing down in their competition a little bit in that first half. Yeah. It's a 10-10 tie game at the half, pats up 13-10. So you never really got a chance to relax this game. Not at all. And I think with, with Brady coming in it dinged up to whatever extent he was, which is still kind of a question right now with him missing practice today, and then you have Gronk, obviously part of the game plan, and then we'll see how that plays out moving forward. But you lose him, I think he played a total of like seven snaps in the game. So it's... Yeah. That's a big blow to the team, especially if that's what you game plan for. Right. And plus, I mean, Brady missing all the week of practice, that does have some weight, you know, as far as, especially, you know, Malcolm Mitchell emerging as a go-to guy. Some of these guys, you know, he doesn't have all the snaps and the reps, even Dion Lewis getting factor back in. You know, he's a year removed from... Factor back. Factor, X-factor. But, you know, it's he doesn't have all those reps in practice so the timing and all that may not be fully dialed in and he's got a gimp some gimpiness going on in the legs yeah that stuff adds up to uh you know do we fault that game. do we fault that uh rustiness and lack of practice time for TB taking a uh first quarter timeout on the first drive first series that allowed the jets to Oof. challenge that play I mean, it's like you could tell from the naked eye on television yeah. that he was short. Right. So I can imagine it was grossly short on the field looking as well. So it's like you got to get up and snap that you puppy, to. Tommy. You got that. Yeah. You know? I mean, there was definitely some some rust. It was not the prettiest first half, that is for sure. But I think uh, definitely a big, you know, especially coming off the last few weeks where it's questions surrounding the team with the 
you know, obviously the big the big deal with Collins and then Sheer, the question marks there, and now we're starting to worry a little bit, you know, nitpicking, of course, when your team's sitting pretty at 8-2 and two before coming into the game, you know. Right. First world problems, but you start wondering, are there issues, are there chemistry issues that we should be worried about, you know? I wonder um, how much of those are actually stuff that's there or stuff that Bill's just really nitpicking about and right. tinkering because it's all about, you know, kind of convincing that team that they're not that good, even though they keep piling up winning yeah, wins. Yeah, maybe they just need and a little... it's like, we need to get better. We need to keep getting right. better every day. This is ways we can get better. And so, I mean, playing a 3-10 and 10 team, right. you know, to, you know, a near stalemate for most of the game, that's probably enough coaching right, coaching tape right there. I think Bill. so. I mean, they definitely have the evidence that they need to improve. Uh, all they got to do is watch last week's game. So, mm-hmm. so no 200... Question. Career wins for the GOAT. That ties him with Manning for the most all-time. Uh, per usual, he just kind of glossed over it uh, in the post-game. And it was because of you guys. because of you guys and, and the presser, you know. But what's he going to do? You know, he's a, he's a, he's a man with much humility. And that's what makes him, uh, you know, the great one. Two guys from that 0-1 team mm. still in the league. Tom Brady. Tom wow. Terrific. The other one's pretty obvious. Oh, yeah, Vinatieri. Vinatieri. One's a kicker. And one is maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. It's true. Who gets hit more? Quarterbacks or kickers nowadays? I think it's the quarterback. <laughs> you know, Drew Baby Drew kind of mentioned it in his uh, his little presser there. It's like, well, he doesn't get hit now. He can yeah, play it yeah. whenever. I mean, he, did he watch last week's game? Because the kid's still <laughs> yeah. getting peeled off the turf. He is. He is. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Drew definitely has a, a, a bone to pick. When it comes to the hits back then that they were taking, the type that might cause internal bleeding and uh, end your career in New England. Yeah. Versus, you know, along Thank the Thank you, Mo lines. Lewis. Oh, five, seven. But, yeah, I mean, the game's changed, but yeah. the Pats have evolved with it. I'm yes. not mad about that. I like it. I like it. Um, so you mentioned it earlier, and it wouldn't be another week uh, following this club if our old uh, Rob Gronkowski wasn't uh, dealing with an ailment. At first, you're excited that it's not the perforated, punctured, bruised lung or whatever he was dealing right. with coming into the game. But then you find out it, it's the back and right. sirens go off because that was not only a problem with him, the pros, but even dating back. He missed a whole year in college at Arizona with that back. So, yeah, I mean, as I can attest to, with that rickety old back, the back issues are definitely. Yeah. Kind of something you just manage over time. but Oof, Lucky you're um, not second on the depth chart. Pretty pretty key. <laughs> no, but you know, any, anybody that's dealt with back problems knows that's some stuff you just have to, you kind of got to, you can't, you can't force anything with the back. So right. that said, I mean, it, judging by, you know, the on the field stuff, it didn't look, I mean, he walked on his own, you know, back to the locker room. Yeah. The, the red flag for me is that he, I guess he canceled, uh, I don't know if you heard about that. He canceled some of the off-the-field stuff this week as well as missing practice, like uh, maybe children's hospital benefit. Interesting. So that's kind of a red flag if he's not feeling mobile enough. Because on one hand, you think, all right, let's, you know, the kid gloves, which we've talked about with this guy, and especially if it is anything, even if it's a minor tweak, hey, let's not force it. We got some, you know, we got plenty of depth there as far as at least having a a one tight end attack. We have one of the best tight ends you know, yeah. to fill in. So, I mean, does it make you a little bit, uh, you know, remiss that the Pats jettisoned a couple tight ends earlier this season with AJ, well, AJ Derby, Derby and and Clay Harbor, right? 
I mean, don't sleep on Lengel. You know, old Lengel, baby. He's got the stats for it. You know, we'll, yeah. We'll see, I try not. I mean, it's tough to question the results. So, it's it's that said. I mean, it's constant head scratching scenarios with when it comes to roster management and. Now's, I guess, as good a time as ever to segue into the Cannon deal, which I think caught a lot of Pats fans off guard. It's segways. E- <laughs> we don't need no stinking segways. Um, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's I just, it. of, of all the guys on the uh, list that guys to nail down on the squad, I don't know that any of us thought he would be the first chip to fall, I guess. It's crazy. I mean, we, you know, it's not, we don't really look at the offensive linemen and kind of analyze their, uh, you know, their, I mean, I do, of course, but being a former old lineman. But, yes, yes. I mean, it's, you know, funner to do the positional plays and that stuff. But he has been steady. And, like, pro football focus, which I know Big Bill's a big fan of. Loves it. But, Loves like, it. they started, I think this is the first year they're doing this, starting ranking people at every position. Right. And he's, like, top 10 offensive tackle they got him at right now. So it's like, okay, let's sign that guy up. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm obviously, that seems to line up, I guess, with what we're thinking internally. Apparently, nobody's happier about the return of Skarnakia than Cannon. Oh, yeah, big time. I thought we, it might be you and I, but it turns out Cannon's. <laughs> Cannon's uh, has 14.5 guaranteed reasons, reasons to settle <laughs> yeah. that. Because you got uh, Mike Reese reports it as a five year extension worth 32.5 million with 14.5 mil guaranteed. So good on Cannon. You know, you can remember this is a guy when we drafted him, you know, whatever, five or six years ago, he was suffering in college from that non uh, Hodgkin's yeah. lymphoma. Right. And so that kind of hurt his draft stock. He was like, arguably like a first or second round talent that fell to the Pats in the fifth right. round. That was definitely the story on him. And really like, um, you know, you got to it speaks volumes about the guy that of he was able to come through that. You For know, sure. And kind of like take in you know, NFL meetings and some practices during that first year which Absolutely. was essentially a red shirt for him. Um, but yes, he definitely uh, benefits from the whole Skarnikia. Uh, oh, absolutely. Because he was like a kind of a pet project of Skarnikia back in the day when they got him. Right. And, you know, then once Dante left, it's like, I don't know, he, he wasn't a f- – Dave DiGielmo D- wasn't a big fan of his. <laughs> Googs. The Googs. Yeah, I mean. Because, I mean, it seemed like there was at times last year and certainly the beginning part of this off season where – he was a liability. He, he could have been getting his walking papers. 100%. 100%. So yeah, I mean, crazy. it's come full circle with him and Scars. It does make you wonder a little bit, or maybe even worry, though, how long how long are we going to have Scars? Maybe they're grooming somebody under Scars. That's what I want to hope. Yes. That somebody's getting groomed. They internally. better get That's groomed. That's always been Bill's strategy, groom these guys. So I have a, I have a hunch that they're grooming somebody in-house, and a hopeful They hunch. better. But... Uh, I don't know how if long. You're looking for a candidate, big guy. <laughs> I wasn't I a very long, good high school uh, player, but but I got know. a lot of heart, man. <laughs> I don't know how long Scars is going to be in town, but evidently Cannon's looking at five years. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, Scars. I mean, he's a young. He looks young for his age. He looks young. You he know? looks young. He's in his seventies. He doesn't he's look a like day 70. over sixty-two. No I'll question. Tell you what. He's very spry. But the only concern, I mean, Cannon has looked more consistent for sure. We had Mostly the average fan is going to notice that he, they haven't just been hearing his name or watching the back of his jersey on, from the front of a play as he's right. chasing the guy that just beat him. But essentially the guy is now getting paid as if he's a top five right tackle. So that, you know, again, we're, we have... It's you time know, to earn it, buddy. Yeah, no Same question. Way. We have plenty of reason to have faith in the uh, the decision making, but yeah. 
it's it's not like it's just a kind of a a small deal. It's big. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and I'm in. Uh, it pretty much has the writing on the wall for old Seabass because he's out for the year and he's a free agent in the year. So that pretty much. Seems like Seabass might be talking to uh, Drew Bledsoe while he's in town. Exactly, yeah, about how retirement's going, maybe uh, about getting a uh, job at the winery. Um, but <laughs> That guy uh, could definitely squash some grapes. No oh, Probably no got question. size 16s. So, I mean, if you de- do need a final uh, little potting of ways with old Seabass, I recommend on Patriots.com listen to him um, teaching Rob Gronkowski a little bit of German. That was Have pretty you good. That out? Yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Yes, it's pretty good. I love Gronk to see that. is just such an easy laugh, isn't he? Oh, he's so good. It's a big, big animal. Yeah, and, and also Dante said this week, and you know, kind of speaking a little bit to the reemergence of Marcus Cannon, um, was he's he has such long arms mm. that his technique wasn't you know using that to its full advantage. Gotcha. So they made some technique tweaks of uh, using that, and he said oh, it's been working wonders. She'll stick with it. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, so I know we talks. mentioned uh, old Gronk and the goat were not at practice today. Also, not participating in track practice today, Marty B. So you might get your boy, might Langle might get some run this week. Yeah, let's Who hope knows? it's limited. Let's hope it's limited. Hopefully, they're not depending on old Langle, especially with TB12 not getting any reps. There's already some rumblings that you know. I don't know if you've heard him. There were a few skeptics last week thinking that old TB12, hey, maybe it's time to give this guy a week off. If it's the kind of thing where he's missing practice, which you know he's a big proponent of not, not missing doing. practice, Yeah, uh, obviously that's for a reason. So if it's a situation where rest is necessary, you wonder, is it going to become a, a conversation between Bill and Tom? Because my hunch is that it's gonna be, you're going to be hard-pressed to keep Tom off the field. The guy... The guy's never missed a game other than when he had that, you know, injury that we won't speak of. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see him I don't see him taking a uh, taking rest. I don't know, game man. Day. I mean, he's such the consummate team player that I think if like he's able to kind of objectively view himself, you know, that hey, you know, maybe I'm not the best guy for the like, job this week. I got four Super Bowl rings, a supermodel for a wife, but let me try to <laughs> Let me let Jimmy G here. take this Let's week. Stiff from uh, this kid. Let me let me give this kid a run here. I don't think I don't think it works. Like no, that. I don't know. No, I mean he he says the right things, but I think he's oh. he's not short on the confidence that the team's in better better hands with him. Oh. Um, so it's my hunch. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Um, I do want to speak a little bit about the Rams. We came into the Ram Jam, but I do want to put uh, last week's game to bed before we do that. Yes. And uh, so a big win, like we said, uh, division win on the road versus the hated Jets. Um, and like we said, it was kind of back and forth. And, you know, you mentioned earlier the emergence of Malcolm Mitchell. You know, oh, yeah. Two TDs in the game. Could have had a third. And it's he had fun- two other opportunities in the end zone that – Right there, so yeah. it could have had four theoretically. Right. One was the one that went through his hands, but he, yeah, Tom, it was just was exciting just like, to see Tom going to him in those key situations. Yeah, and him coming through as well. And and Tom has nothing but good things to say about the kid whenever he's asked about him at press conference and stuff like that. And you know, even just hearing the kid in press conference, you can tell. Although he might not be the best interview, he uh, he he's, he you know he's going to say the right things. You no, know, no and question. it seems like he's just all about football and they say that he loves the game and he's just all about you know 
sponging in that knowledge. Uh, you know, no but question. Nate Ebner not at practice today. Yeah, concussion. concussion, I guess. Yeah. Also, no Jules with the foot, and Jordan Richards with the knee. So a little bit banged up. Chris Hogan limited participant with the back. Hogs and old Matthew Slater with a foot injury was limited participation as well. Um, yeah, so uh, so Malcolm Mitchell, the one I wanted to go back to was the one that was kind of like just off his fingertips in the end zone yeah. in the fourth quarter, like halfway through the fourth quarter. And it was like, when that happened, it was like, so they had to settle for three. So they made right. it 17-16. Right. Just, and it was just like, oof. It was nerve-wracking, yeah. Very nerve-wracking. And then then came like a nice stretch where and uh, both Belichick and Brady pointed this out in their post-game presses of – the last seven minutes being good situational football. Definitely. You know, and that's something that Bill always uh, preaches and professes and drills, oh, yeah. you know, during the week. So it was good to see that kind of come out. Anything uh, jump out at you situational football in that, uh, that well, little stretch? Just they good? made the big plays when they needed to. And that, you know, the of course, the, the fourth down conversion, that could have been the end of the game there. And that fourth down conversion to James White was huge. That was huge. And was this guy, play. you know, continues to make big plays like that. He you does, know? Yeah. And It's like, I'm glad that he's still an asset and still is like in the mix, even though we have Deion Lewis back, who's oh, yeah. just another weapon, another asset, right. making sick plays out there. Uh, yeah, That's so it. that was great. That was like, uh, you know, because he caught up before the sticks and then yeah, had yeah. to like turn right up and get that. So, yeah, that was huge. It was big. It was big. Yeah, he's come through. And then Bill spoke to that as well about they've always, you know, he kind of was hearkening back to some, some of the guys that have been in that position, kind of like Jeff Fisher did, which we'll get to. But, um, <laughs> They've they've had a great amount of production from that spot, the kind of that the sub back over the years, right? That third down back, and uh, yeah, he's carrying the torch definitely. Sure is. Got Kevin, a pretty Kevin good stable. Falk. Got a pretty good stable right now. You know, you got to feel good about it. DJ Foster back on the practice squad, by the way. Also, DJ Foster was. Good. I don't know how he got through waivers. Yeah, I mean that guy's. You tell me, there's 31 teams that can't use DJ Foster. I find that. Had to, had, believe. Had, had press to believe it. So that was good. Yeah, he got bounced from a 53 because they signed a uh, D-tackle early in the week. And then uh, he was able to go through waivers. So now he's back on the practice squad. And who gets jettisoned? Old little Gronk. I guess he's Once the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's the, the, the Kevin Euclid of this year's team. Back, forth, back, forth. Um Ventrone. That's who I was trying to think of. Ventrone used to be that guy. Now ooh, he's one of the... Uh, now he's on the coaching staff. Oh, Ventrone. Um, before we move on, uh, we do have to point out Brady's block. <laughs> oh man, that was amazing. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like the Jets did the Pats a solid by not destroying him? By the way, I certainly do. I mean, there we were, should be sending them thank you cards. It was unbelievable because that's like of all the guys that could have teed off on him, not not a one even laid a finger on him. Shocking. Yeah, it is. It was shocking. I was like. That was unbelievable. Uh, that's all you want is a defensive players to get a lick on the quarterback. They had to be thinking of their wallets because they're like, "I'm gonna get, <laughs> I guess, I'm gonna so. get a hefty fine if I light this dude up right now." Wow! But he is just walking down there like a giraffe <laughs> out in the wild. <laughs> a giraffe with a bum quad <laughs> on me, and he's just—it's right. so crazy. And I couldn't believe no one lit him up. I'm, I'm like, "Get out of there!" Oh man, get out of there! It's like get out, Rocky. Get out, get. And. Uh, <clears throat> Oh man, and he, you know, so he cracks on himself by putting oh, yeah. up on uh, Instagram great. or something the next day. That was great. You got to be the first one because otherwise you're gonna. 
get lit up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone else is going to do it, and who's, it's a lot who's, less who's fun. Gonna, who's going to light up the goat, though, honestly? You know, you know? just 31 other no, fan bases. Maybe his, uh, <laughs> maybe his um, wife. Uh, all right. Uh, last, last point on uh, the Pats game, by the okay. way. Revis getting burnt a couple times in that game. A little bit. And uh, I don't know if you heard tonight. The reports. There was a lot of rumblings around New England. Uh, you know, obviously, we see who's going to have the last laugh on him leaving town and signing that big deal down there. Yeah. There's talk tonight, uh, reports coming out that he may be done, that he doesn't want to play football anymore. I mean, it looked like he might not really want to play football <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. But what is that? Say? After week 11. Yeah. As, as Bill Belichick once famously said, a way to compete. Way to compete. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're going to get. Scorched a couple times, and now you just want to call it a day. I don't know. I don't really like what I see there. You know, it's only thirty-one. It's not like he's. Yeah, exactly. Once you're thinking about retirement, right? You're already retired, unless you're David Ortiz. I forget who said that. (laughs) Unless you're you're Bobby. But uh, I do. What's his name? Quotes it all the time. Uh, Marcellus Wiley. I always hear him quoting it. That's true. um so <laughs> Max <let's>, and Marcellus. <laughs> let's move along to the LA Rams. They're a football team again. Yes. And they're coming to Foxborough. They are. On Sunday. Good luck to them. One PM Eastern time kickoff. And let me, let me ask you about their, their fearless coach. You know, he's been in the news a lot this week because he's uh, you know, fighting with the best LA Ram of all time, having a little uh spat. Mm-hmm. But uh Jeff Fisher. The losingest coach of all time, the, I believe? The, the, the underrated, I mean, overrated coach or the most overrated coach? I just don't know. That guy has to have some kind of blackmail material on somebody. Something. It's bizarre. I mean, he. I, I got a stat somewhere. I'll try to pull it up. But He's got like 16, 500 or losing seasons <laughs> right. out of like 22. Yeah, I mean, the amount of losses seasons. he has. I can't remember if he's tied all, all time. Maybe he just passed the record, but he also the amount of losses he's compiled has been in about half as much the time as the other guys who, you know, who have the same stats as him. It's crazy. This guy has got to, you know, uh, have a book, write a book, or at least have a seminar right. on how to go about coaching in this league. I mean, do it right. Like, there okay, incrementally improve, and then get your team into the Super Bowl. Don't you know? So right. that like takes up the first like seven or eight years of your coaching career, mm-hmm. making that steady climb, right? And then just coast on that for for the next fifteen years. The only That's guy who is even remotely close to that right now is Marvin Lewis. Not with the Super Bowl parallel, but as far as Coasting. just riding that mediocrity. I mean, he's had some. He's had some good teams that yeah. have gotten to the playoffs and done nothing. Never won. But here it is. Jeff Fisher had this was two weeks ago, I believe. Okay. Uh, so he must have just passed Tom Landry. So Jeff Fisher, as of uh, before last week's game against the Saints, Jeff Fisher has tied Tom Landry for second most losses in NFL history. Jeff Fisher has coached 336 games. Tom Landry coached 418. <laughs> so doesn't speak too well. No. To, uh, but yeah, I mean, as I think we talked about it earlier this you know this season, but watching the uh, the Rams on HBO there or whatever channel that's Hot on, Knox, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's HBO. still on HBO. Yep. Um, just him talking about mediocrity of the team. Yeah, it was kind of hmm. it's uh, kind it's of just, an odd choice. It's an, it's an odd strategy. It just like feels don't night even and day. put that idea out there. It feels don't night even. and day from what we're exposed to. You know, yeah, 
Yeah, he said he didn't want to be a seven nine eight and eighteen. Guess what, Jeff? You're a seven. You're not going to be eight and eighteen. <laughs> six and ten. Yeah, I mean, I it's know. not all three and one. He's like, extend right. me. Yeah, extend me. So, do you think potentially that um, end of the road? Yeah. I think so. I mean, for old, old Jeff boy, they, but, they got the new new QB. It's time for time for change. They're in a new city. Wow, new stadium next year or not for two years? Not for another year. I don't think, I think next it's another year, year away. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. So yeah, you're bringing a new coach, break him in in the Coliseum. Yeah, next you know, year. you know. Hey, I, thanks Jeff for handling the transition. Peace out. I think the time is now. Time to yeah. act is now. I mean. Do you think it makes him garbage because he doesn't want Eric Dickerson, the best Ram of all time, on the sidelines anymore? I do because think that makes him on garbage. his radio show, he, he uh, <laughs> yeah, it does make him garbage. I guess what I wanted to say is what makes him more garbage? Can he much more garbage? The fact that the whole feud with Dickerson, or is it the fact that? When asked about the oh, uh, Patriots running backs with the radio uh, on a radio interview, he's like, LeGarrette Blount, yeah, I mean, I kind of gave him a start because he like, signed him as a free agent and then promptly cut him. Yikes. And then he says, what did he say, like Brandon? He, he brought up Brandon. So that's like Brandon Bolden? He's right. had like one carry all year. Right. And then he brings up Danny. Danny. Who's got to be Danny Woodhead? Or Dion Lewis? Is he calling Danny? Everyone's suspecting he's uh, he's talking about old Woodhead, who hasn't been on the team for like three years. Yeah, so yeah, he's like, is right? he just like putting in his O twelve film from the I last mean, time they played the Pats, and it's like, what a great contrast though. You have Belichick basically just telling us the life story of the punter <laughs> on the Rams, and then you have Fisher who is just misnaming folks and. Just seems like he's mailing it in. Yeah, I, I just feel like he's riding it into the sunset right now. I would. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make it through the end of the season. I w- if I were old cranky, I would drop the hammer. But you got family ties on the team. It, it's be a tough. Uh, what are the family ties? Figure. His son's on the squad on the uh, on the staff as well. Jeff Fisher. Yeah, I forget Fisher? what his uh, position is. But... You're gone too. Hit <laughs> yeah, the bricks. Uh, yeah, no question. Yeah. I mean, he can't stick around. That would just be awkward. <laughs> are you kidding me? He'd stick around. You think? Yeah. If, nah, if, his, if his dream is to be a coach in the NFL, his dad getting next, that ain't going to change it. Ah, you're gone. Even even Jay Fish would be like, hey, hang out. <laughs> Let me get another job first, and then I'll poach you. Brandon Fisher. Let's, what is, and let's... then his son would be like, nah, I don't want to be 7-9 and nine either, so don't poach me. Dad, we're not that good. <laughs> Maybe his son could give him some healthy perspective, you know? Like, hey, Dad, I mean, you haven't done shit. Hey, Dad, here's the time. Pats Rasta. <laughs> These are the guys on the team. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, he coaches D-backs, Brandon Fisher. Uh, you know what else was uh, just You're popping gone. into my head? We had we didn't give him props uh, because of the situational football down in the waning moments of the Jets game was uh, Howie's kid, Chris. Chris Long, yeah, with the big strip big sack. Big strip sack. That was huge. Was. He was a guy who kind of like lit the world on fire in those first three or four games and then kind of... He's, he has... Uh... Tapered off a bit. Tapered off. I think it's fair to say. So but yeah, hopefully this play. is part of the resurgence. Yeah, I think it was a big play. The defense, they made the, you know, like we've talked about before, all the all the great Ds that we've had, more than anything, more than being necessarily a dominant team, what they were was like very timely, you know? Yeah. I don't want to say lucky, but they would make the big play when it was needed, and they did that again last week yeah. a couple times. So, yeah, That's that was a good huge. trade for a team to have. And one note on the Jets, if Give praise where praise is due. 
Anunwa, that kid is for real. Right. He kind of had a little emergence. A couple of big grabs in that game. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Good player. The guy I like is actually another wide receiver for them, Robbie Anderson. He's going to yeah. emerge uh, out of Temple. Kid that got stripped by uh, Malcolm, I believe, right? I think Knocked he might the ball be out of right. his hand and recovered it. Uh, good old Malcolm. Bum. Yeah. Bum. He's got potential. He's got potential. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, maybe for a different team somewhere. Hey, maybe the Pats. Um, so, yeah, I think that's hilarious when you, you bring up the fact that, uh, you know, Belichick knows all about the Apana. Old Johnny Hecker, the second coming of Ray Guy, if My you goodness. listen to Belichick's press conference today, he's like, he referred to this guy. And <laughs> please tell me if you've ever heard of this in describing Apunta before. <laughs> Call Johnny Hector Hecker. A tremendous weapon. Right. He's not even a player. He's a weapon. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Man. I'd almost maybe think this guy, He has, he's getting some kind of psychological. This is honestly what my thought process oh, was. Oh, boy. That Bill must know some dirt on this guy, and he's getting in his head right now. I mean, you can watch. This guy has made a bunch of big plays. He's, you know, he's tossed the ball around. He's bleeding in basically every statistical category for punters. Yeah. He gets a lot of work in because he's on the Rams. Um, <laughs> but he does a good job. But that said, the uh, the level to which Bill went bananas over this guy made me think that maybe there was a deeper level to this. Like, I'm going to get in this guy's head. Yeah. I'm going to build him up so high that uh, it just devastates him. You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's not even going to be able to sleep at night because the world is going to be watching him now. Thinking he's the best punter, you know. It's going to get a little of the yips. Fourth quarter punts. You never know, Shank man. Shank do. You never know. First and ten from the 36. What's up? How about this cool stat just to uh, <clears throat> solidify how great Jeff Fisher is? In their last two head-to-head meetings, Bill Belichick's Patriots have outscored Jeff Fisher-led teams by a combined score of 104 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Old Jeff. That's pretty rough. The Teflon stash. Do you feel like this could be a trap game, though? Potentially. It does have the mockings of a trap game. You know, it's... uh, In that the Rams are garbage and the Patriots aren't. They're garbage. You know, we're celebrating the whole halftime celebration we got going on this weekend. Uh, Who's coming up on the schedule next week? Oh, let me look. Is it going to be a uh, division game? I felt like it was... uh... The Finns, maybe, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, because we got one more with the Finns. I think it's the last game. Oh of the yeah, season, you, I think but, you're right. Actually, um, I'm trying to think of who it is, but it's a it's a it's a conference game. I'm just not sure if it's divisions. It's leaving me at this point. You know, I probably just don't know because I'm just taking one game at a time. That's the thing. You stay in the week. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what my you know my coach tells you're me to, to the do. Rams. I'm just I'm all about the Rams right now. Oh okay, and the Ram Jam. You're right about the Finns finish of the season. Yeah. Uh Rams and the Ravens. Yes. At home. And the Ravens, they even though they got that loss at Dallas a few weeks ago, they showed me a little something in that Dallas game. Yeah. I actually think that they are gonna come out of that division and not Pittsburgh. The cream will rise in the AFC and it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be the same teams that we would have thought it was. Yeah. Coming into the season, I think the Broncos are still. They're all. Who knows how that's going to play out? Because that division's tough right now, and KC looks good. But yeah, and KC, especially with getting that win in Denver last week, it was big. Yeah, was huge because now they have 
another one with Denver that they get to host. And I think they still get to host one with the Raiders, right. too. So they're kind of in the driver's seat. I feel like division. the Raiders are going to fall off. I do. Uh, they have kind of a tough schedule stretch coming up. Yeah, so. I, my, my gut tells me they're going to fall off, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Could I be keep keep pumping everybody up. I mean, you know, they, they are pumping that kid up. Right. And, you know, I hope people keep saying, oh, yeah, he's the MVP and all that stuff to keep the Patriots as far under the radar as humanly possible. I actually, if I was being, you know, unbiased, would probably give him the nod right now for MVP in the NFL over Brady really? because of the four-game miss, you know. Yeah. But. I mean, he's done. He's definitely done a, uh, a darn good job in there. The kid's been electric at times, but – He's laid a few eggs as well, so I think it's either the two Cowboys, him or Brady. That's yeah. pretty much the field right now. I think. No question. No question. But yeah, I mean, uh, the Cowboys. You can't say enough about those dudes. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one thing: the goat, he doesn't fumble if he gets his pinky dislocated. I'll tell you that he definitely doesn't. Okay, and he doesn't. How? I mean, that was a little ridiculous, right? Terrible. First of all, it Some doesn't great happen fun because on the internet this he week. makes sure his too. hand is flexed. He's got an imprint in old David Andrews, you know, uh, like uh, taint, where like his fingers. <laughs> I said rectum. You say taint. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and that that won't happen. You know, and hang right. down. It's like <clears throat> certainly wouldn't have fumbled. He would have completed the pass, lefty if need be, and then he would have just snapped it in himself. Whacked it on the back of like soldier's helmet, you know. All right, I'm good to go. He's good, you know. I'll have Jules snap it back in. Those type of situations just, are why the internet exists, though, just to have fun at his expense. He's after tough. that incident, you know. Yeah, you know, he's tough. He's a Gen Xer. Opposing know? rookie quarterbacks. Talking about golf now. Opposing rookie quarterbacks are 0 and 7 with a 52 percent completion rate and a 4 to 14 touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. And a 51.7 passer rating since 2000 against the Patriots. So the odds are stacked pretty heavily against Goff. That said, I do feel like the one trap factor that I wanted to bring up, yeah. I do feel like it is it is sort of a strength-on-strength strength matchup here with the Pats versus the Rams. The Rams definitely have a better defense than they do in offense and vice versa with the Pats. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like... It could be a more interesting matchup if if the Pats play their A game. Yeah, it could be a blowout. But you know, if they don't, and, and I think the Gronk injury definitely is something to keep an eye on because if he's not out there, as we know, it sometimes really puts a damper on the offense getting going. Yeah, more so than I would think it should. To be perfectly honest, I think now that we have Lewis back, you know that that lessens that loss of a weapon a little bit. But, you know, it's all about keeping the kid gloves on, dealing with that right. man-child because you I, want him for the playoffs. I'd like to think that as well. I, it just worries me, if, especially if Brady's missing significant time again this week and he's not getting the snaps. And, you know, all, with a list of other guys that are out right now, if they're not getting reps in in practice and then Gronk doesn't play, it does worry me a bit. Yeah. That they're, you know, not going to be firing on all cylinders come game day. Mm. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We're at the two-minute warning, so uh, start getting in all your awesome points here. Before, yes, I know. think I already made a bunch. Did, but did, <laughs> You did, you did. I don't know <laughs> if there was any you wanted to hit uh, for the end on. of the wire. Um, one thing that kind of came out this week was the Pats potentially playing in that Mexico City game next year. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. That would also, should we pencil ourselves in for attendance? I think we should maybe do the podcast from down there. That'd be you sick. Know? You know, on location. Buenos dias, amigos. You know, 
Um, that would be pretty sick. Yeah, I, I didn't catch the game, uh, the Raiders game. It is interesting, though, that the Raiders are chosen both times. At least it's rumored, I guess, at this point. But It is. Pats, Raiders, Mexico City, come out. Yeah, I guess the two biggest uh, teams down there are the Raiders and the Cowboys. So hmm. it makes sense that one of those would be down there. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Grow the game. It's better than them having to go to London. It's true. I mean, definitely yeah. Mexico City over London, no question. The time yep. zone, good time. Yep. Huge city. Get some football fans Huge. down there. Huge. Huge. How about uh, Tebow? Old Tebow. Interesting. <laughs> putting a book out. Putting a book out, and he says that he was going to be, he felt he was going to be the heir apparent. Play under Tom Brady, and then when he retires, we'll go play for Belichick and win a bunch of Super Bowls. Wow. That was the quote? That's what he. That's what he was thinking. Wow. On his, uh, those were his goals. Wow. So hey, I mean, hey, once Josh McDaniels gets a job again, maybe maybe he'll bring T-ball over from the, the baseball. Power diamonds. of positive thinking, man. Yeah. It's carried these guys far. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know why that guy isn't a coach somewhere. You know, I mean, the guy's such a. He's motivator. trying to play some baseball, brother. Yeah, it's true. He's it's trying true. to sock some dingers. Sock some dingers. Um, okay. Favorite team. Favorite player from the 0-1 squad. Oh, wow. Favorite player from the old one squad. We might have to chew on that for a week. Next but, week. Uh, Let's talk about it. I Probably Troy Brown. I, you got to go Troy Brown. That's the obvious. I mean, he's so good. Let's get into that next week, so though. So good. Yeah, think about uh, the best thing you like. And uh, you guys, hit us up on uh, the old YouTube comment section and let us know what your favorite uh, memory was from that one team or who your favorite player was. But uh, we're here Wednesday nights. At around 11, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Edelman Brady p.m. Eastern Time. So that's when you check us out if you want to listen into us live. But then it's up all week on the YouTube or at AfterBuzz TV. So please check us out on that. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So for old Danny Harris, I'm Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in with us. See you later. Go Pats. Happy birthday, Bo Jackson. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.